Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. What's up, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Straight Up Sabres presented by the Hockey Podcast Network. As always, I'm Brendan. And I'm Taylor. Taylor, this week kicks off the Buffalo Sabres Prospect Challenge with the Sabres facing off against the Boston Bruins and New Jersey Devils prospects. A little bit of a abbreviated group for the Sabres. Some of their top prospects, such as Owen Power, uh, not participating in the Prospect Challenge. However, there was some pretty big news today that came out and really, I mean, big, I guess, for this time of year for, you know, early September hockey news that the Sabres are moving Jack Quinn to center for a little bit to see if his game will translate there. And I think this is a particularly interesting move um, and a smart one because it's not like when they drafted him, there were three other really quality, probably better prospects than him, just who were natural centers, just available and waiting there, you know? So it's really smart that rather than drafting a better player for one, but also not drafting the more valuable position and drafting him in a winger, you know, I, I just think it was a really good move on their part to then not even, you know, two full years after the draft to look back and say, you know what, we should probably move this guy. I think we might've made a mistake. You really just like love to see that. I mean, can you imagine if for whatever reason, there were three really good slam dunk centers who were just sitting there in Jack Quinn's spot at this point. I mean, if you look back, you know, we had Jack Eichel as our number one center, Dylan cousins. We had just drafted the year prior, which, you know, great. But beyond that, not a whole lot of center depth. And this was also before Sam Reinhardt even made his move to center. So we, we had just traded for uh, like a 38 year old or right. we were just about to trade for a 38 year old. Anyway, they correct. Yeah. So, their second line center was Marcus Johansson the year prior. Exactly. And so you didn't really have a ton of depth there. So like, I get it, you know, if, if, if only there were three centers who based on their draft, like their draft year production, their draft profile, you know, were better than Jack Quinn. If only that was reality, when you got to take the worst player, you know, the more unpredictable player, you just, you got to do it. You got to do it, but it didn't matter anyways, because it's not like there were better players who were available or anything. Right. Oh, what are you going to do? It's like, imagine if you like, you needed a defenseman, you're pretty thin on the blue line as a, as a rebuilding team. And you took like the fifth best forward available who like spend his whole last uh, draft year uh, p- piling up secondary assists instead of taking one of three really good defensemen. And then like two years later, after three years later, after he had like eight points in 102 AHL games, you're like, damn, we got to flip this guy for a defenseman. Not as good as any of those other defensemen. So right. it's like, imagine it if, to be you a pattern. if you could have, instead of having that bad forward, like could have had somebody like, I don't know, 
Charlie McAvoy or like Jacob Chekrin, who are now like two of the best defensemen in the NHL. Imagine, you know, like alas, though, uh, unfortunately, the Sabres just, you know, just get put in these positions where there's nothing else they can do. Psych. I know you can't go back and change the past or anything like that. But oh, my God, is this not what everybody was complaining about when they took Jack Quinn instead yeah. of Marco Rossi or yes. Cole Perfetti or Anton Lindell? And to be fair, like, uh, it's not clear yet. Like it just, it might be just something to do in a prospect camp, but if it's like, if there's actually, well, not prospect camp, whatever this thing is, uh, if he comes to training camp as a center or plays in the AHL this year as a center, that'd be really annoying. I wouldn't like that. I mean, it could end up working out for what it's worth. You know, it's important to uh, start talking about, well, yeah, it's important to preface this by saying, you know, if he ends up working out and it pans out, like that's awesome. But Again, this just goes back to everybody's worst fear when they made that pick. There was absolutely no reason, none. You cannot give me, nobody can give me any kind of rational explanation for taking Jack Quinn over Rossi or Perfetti and to a lesser extent Lindell. There's none. Like, there was an inexcusable move. I don't, like, no matter what, like, you. that's just... And of course, there's always the possibility that maybe Quinn ends up taking off his, with his career and then the other guys don't pan out to what we think that they're supposed to be. But we don't know that for one early returns on both counts. You know, obviously, Rossi is a bit of a, a special case considering his COVID struggles that he had uh, his bout with COVID. But, you know, he's going to be back to full health and is going to be playing this year. So we, we don't know yet how these guys are going to pan out. However, at the time. It was conventional wisdom. It was every scout, any person who pretty much just had like a surface level understanding of the prospects that year or of the, of the draft eligible players that year would have taken Rossi or Perfetti ahead of Jack Quinn for a myriad of reasons. And, and, and production obviously being the one and the consistency there, we, we have talked about that plenty of times that Quinn really didn't come on until it was, you know, the year before, the season before he was drafted and in large part he was playing on an Ottawa 67 team that was pretty dominant um but I, I I mean this is why you draft centers like early this is why you need to be targeting centers because of of their value not only just for you know what they bring on the ice and everything but for situations like this because now you look at the Sabres with you know Sands Jack Eichel and Sam Reinhardt and while Rossi or Perfetti may not be playing first line center this year for you, you still feel a hell of a lot better about the prospect pool having one of those two guys instead of Jack Quinn. I think undoubtedly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A hundred percent. Or even maybe even more than cousins, if you could still consider him a prospect. So uh, this uh, prospect uh, challenge thing we got going on, what are you looking forward to? Are you going to watch some of this? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to try and keep up. Um, I mean, there's some definitely, you know, the thing that's kind of funny about it is that there's more invitees than there are actual like prospects for the Sabres. Um, but there are some guys who I'm definitely interested in. I mean, obviously, Jack Quinn is probably at the top of that list, considering how much kind of hinges on him panning out and hitting like the, what a difference it could make for the franchise, both in the short and the long term. You know, he's talked about wanting to make the team out of camp this year. I don't think he's ready and I don't necessarily think he will. 
even if he was ready, I don't know if they'd want to put him in that position right now with how bad they're going to probably be, but very curious to see him and I guess how his game transitions to center. I mean, JJ Paterka is definitely maybe if maybe even more than Jack Quinn, like my interest and intrigue with him. Um, I think that his draft profile has been rising pretty much from the moment that we drafted him and, you know, with him being an early second round pick, you know, his, his initial uh, projection was potentially to be a guy who would be taken in the twenties. And he ended up falling in the Sabres as we've since learned moved up specifically so that they could draft him. I'm very interested to see how he's going to look both in this camp, but also for Rochester for this year too. Um, elsewhere. I mean, there's some other guys too, who just like down the list, at least looking at the forwards. I, I mean, R2 Rustalainen is, I don't know how he's considered a prospect still considering he's less than a year younger than like Eichel, but we're, and he's, I think has what, like six or seven years of professional hockey under his belt now. <laughs> um, but he's still there for whatever reason, but he's going to be a mainstay on the team this year. Probably send uh, Gergensen's a prospect camp. Why not? It'd it's be really good. funny. Um, otherwise though, I mean, not really a whole lot else. I, I mean, intrigues me that much. Oscary last uh Laxkinen and and Matias Samuelson on the blue line are really the only two that I think are even if I'm not mistaken uh even Sabres prospects right now or property of the Sabres. But Laxkinen, we all know his deal, third round pick from Botterill that was pretty much out of nowhere. Then his draft profile pretty much immediately goes up the year following his his draft. Uh beyond that starts to falter a little bit, got some experience in Rochester last year, but this is going to be, you know, a, a big test for him. And Matias Samuelson, he got some time with the Sabres late in the year last year, it's potentially going to try and make a push for a roster spot. I think that the blue line is pretty much filled out at this point and we'll most likely see him back in Rochester, which will be a good thing. But those two, I guess, are of interest. And then really at the end of the day, you know, the other one who's maybe, if we're being honest, has the potential to be the most pivotal like piece of the organization is Uko Pekalukkanen. The team seemingly is giving him every opportunity to make this team out of camp. You bring in Craig Anderson and Aaron Dell, you're not expecting <laughs> one of those guys to shine and steal the job. Well, maybe. I, I mean, listen, man. depending on the number they gave Craig Anderson guys. Is like three days away from like an AARP card, okay? Like, uh, you can, I'm just... Don't you, can't you join AARP when you're 40? Can he already do that? Jesus. Well, then there you go. But the other fella, our, our good friend, the founder of Dell Computers, Michael Dell. Or is it? No, it's not Michael Dell. It's not actually him. Guys, folks, it's a joke. Did we talk about the Miller thing too? I mean, might as well be. So Aaron Dell. Uh, Aaron Dell. Did we talk about this, right? Because this happened. No, because this, this happened week. on Monday. Oh my God. Who would you rather have in net? Aaron Dell wearing number 30 or Michael Dell? Michael Dell or Mike Lindell, Mike Lindell, anybody, but Aaron Dell, my pillow guy, listen, it's, it's preposterous. And we've talked about Miller. I think we had an episode even earlier this year when things were a little bit slower, but the Sabres, we know they have too many jerseys retired right now, more than they should. We'll say like Danny Gare probably shouldn't have his Jersey retired. Um, Tim Horton, same kind of deal. I, I know you and I, I think, differ on having LaFontaine's jersey retired where I'm in favor of it, and I, I don't think that you are as much. But Miller, I don't think that there's even a debate that he deserves to have his number retired. And the fact that you waited, like, 
from the time he left in 2014 until now in 2021, and you give it to a guy who might not even make the team. I mean, what are you doing? Like, what are you thinking? Yeah. So people said like, um, someone else had been given, I'm trying to think who it was. Was it Hauser? Hauser had been given this number in training camp. And it was like they weren't going to actually use it in games and maybe with but Dell's going to play. That's different. We thought Hauser wasn't going to we didn't think Hauser was going to be in the NHL at all last year, much less starting, you know, as many games as he did. Right. He shouldn't he shouldn't have been around at all. So Dell, a uh, good chance he's the backup goalie or he's starter. Who knows? Uh, so you, you will see him. So you might as well just give him the number you think he's going to have as long as it's training camp and it doesn't matter. Then don't give him 30. Give him like 80. Right. Anything. Him, yeah anything and the fact that they like public like it, it it's just you think that there's just some things that are just so tone deaf that they would be immune to it i i'm i'm literally floored like i i was just unreasonably angry when i had saw that and i don't even think it's unreasonable actually it's it's bullshit like it is unbelievable that they would do something like this i mean not for nothing too but like let's think about the fact that ryan miller also just retired the past year all that we've heard from sabers fans not all but like a big thing that we've heard is that they need to re-engage with the sabers hall of fame and they need to do more to engage with the fans because of how bad the team is going to be they need to do that whether the team is going to be good or bad but like it's something that has been severely lacking and you are just pretty much gifted on a silver platter ryan miller retiring this year after this or past season and next year is gonna be ugly on like no doubt about it this would have been such an easy thing that you could have had marked on the calendar for, you know, halfway through the season to give people something to look forward to. And they just botched it like completely. You should have, even if you wanted to try and make the case for not retiring his number, but actually, no, you, you can't even make that case because his number should be retired. You could have had his induction into the Sabres hall of fame and his Jersey retirement ceremony. And for what it's worth too, what if you could have went, took some of those guys who were on the 05 to 07 teams induct some of the more marquee ones into the Sabres hall of fame who aren't in the league anymore. You do Miller, Briere, Pominville, and Vanek all on one night. And the same night that you hang Miller's Jersey into the rafters, like something like that could have just been so cool to look forward to. And that's four guys right there who are all out of the league, who I think a hundred percent deserve to be in the Sabres hall of fame. For sure. I'd have to look back and see when they stopped inducting people. Cause like, I bet Shatan's not in. Shatan probably wasn't. Oh, he should probably, yeah, it's for sure. He hundred percent should be in. So yeah, it's a, it's an, uh, it's annoying, but hopefully we don't see him in the actual NHL wearing that number this year. That would be very stupid. Week one may be over, but the season's just getting started at DraftKings Sportsbook an official sports betting partner of the NFL to kick off week two. DraftKings is giving new customers $200 in free bets instantly when they bet $1 on any football game. Listen up, because you do not want to miss this. Head to the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and place a bet of $1 in any Week 2 game to receive $200 in free bets instantly. If Sportsbook is not yet available in your state, DraftKings still has huge cash prizes up for grabs all season long with their daily fantasy contests. DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. 
Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code THPN to receive $200 in free bets when you place a $1 bet on any football game. That's promo code THPN this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older. New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit and $1 wager required. One per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. But anyway, uh, in, in other hockey news, maybe better news, who knows? Uh, Turner Sports unveiled its NHL broadcast team yesterday. Oh, I See missed this? this. Who's on it? All right, so we got the the main play-by-play duo, or the main broadcast duo, is Kenny Elbert and Eddie Olchuk. So they're holdovers from NBC. Not holdovers, but they're coming over from NBC. Uh, Gretzky will be in the studio show, joining with uh, analysts Rick Tockett and Paul Bissonnette. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be bizarre. ESPN progressively went downhill with each passing. <laughs> it's <game>. Super <laughs> weird. So it's like Gretzky. I love him. He's, you know, one of the best players. Seems like a small guy. I don't know if he's going to be good in the studio. He's kind of a hockey guy. He's very, very even keeled. Doesn't really give a lot of interesting takes. Rick Tockett, another. These guys all have Phoenix Coyotes uh, connections, don't they? Oh yeah, that's right. Actually, yeah, Tockett. Uh, Former coach, I don't know anything about him other than he had a gambling uh, issue of some kind in the 80s or 90s. All right, that, that's a weird selection. And then Bissonette is going to be super weird between those guys. He's much younger than both of them. And he's like got that kind of barstool vibe. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I don't know. That's interesting. Uh, and then they also have a, uh, a secondary uh, play-by-play tandem of Brendan Burke and analyst uh, Darren Pang. Uh Ice level analyst Keith Jones taking his old friend Pierre's spot. Oh boy. And uh, contributor Jennifer Bottrill. Uh, what was that last name? Jennifer Bottrill, along with Jackie Redmond and Tariq El Bashir. Cool. Don't actually know any of those people, but that'll be interesting. The names definitely them. sound familiar. How about that? New faces. There you <laughs> go. Isn't it an amazing thing? Um, and there's one more person I thought that they said, oh, Liam McHugh is coming over from NBC as well. Is he leading like the intermission shows and stuff? Yeah. So it'll probably be McHugh and the, uh, the Coyotes contingent. <laughs> Fair. Well, that'll be interesting. I mean, even though there's some on like the ESPN side of things that I'm not exactly thrilled about, like people who they have on board. I mean, ESPN's team is much larger, but there's some really interesting names that I'm pretty excited to kind of get their insight on. I mean, I definitely, even though Gretzky is like a big hockey guy, like it's going to be interesting. He doesn't do a whole lot of stuff like this. So I think that'll be cool to kind of see him in a different light. Um, I know from like ESPN too, like I think Mark Messier is kind of interesting. I, I don't really know much about him on like a personal level, but like, I think he kind of intrigues me a bit. I there's a couple other people too, who's like uh, names I'm just forgetting right now on the ESPN side. Ports. Jesus. Well, I'm going to just ignore that. Uh, <laughs> but I'm pretty excited. I don't know what Taylor, generally speaking, just knowing what we know now between TNT and then also ESPN. I mean, are you feeling like, I think it's obvious that we're all feeling better about the broadcasts for next year, but are you feeling like, to what degree are you feeling as though this will be improved both from the actual dissecting of the game, but also from the entertainment value standpoint? Well, I know at least the first year should be good because the last, I don't know, 10 years have been us walking into the NBC season. Well, with the exception of last year, I guess, uh, with almost the entirely same crew, Liam or Catherine leading the intermission with Keith, Mike Milbury, Jeremy Roenick, 
I know Rona Camilberry weren't there this past year. And then Doc and Eddie and Pierre on the actual broadcast. And it was like, Jesus, this shit again? Like, come on. Uh, we all were sick of it. And most of those people weren't good at their jobs. Right. So the people they brought back, Eddie Ulchick's fine. Uh, Kenny Elbert, when he took over for Doc, he's good. I like him. Mm-hmm. And Liam McHugh's fine. He's decent at his job. Uh, but I'm excited because it'll be just like, it's new. Like maybe even if it goes wrong and it's not, working it's not something that i'm gonna have to roll my eyes like i I can't believe i have to see mike milbury again or they brought in mike babcock this past year for some reason so it's not going to be like that uh whereas the entertainment side of it on both both ends espn and tnt yeah it could go wrong there aren't a lot of good studio shows right so you know what they really missed out on i think we had we had talked about this when this had kind of all first broke that they were leaving NBC and going to TNT and ESPN. I so badly wish that on a consistent basis, we could hear two guys calling play by play Mike Tarico for one mm-hmm. and Mike Breen. Oh, Mike Breen. How sick would that be to hear him? Well, no, they could give Mike Breen a game or two, right? I That's mean, what I I'm hoping I'm hoping TNT will do that. That'd be sweet. Why not? Yeah, dude, he would be so good at that. Are you kidding me? Like, you know, well, unfortunately, we'll never hear Tariko now. Well, maybe the Olympics, though. Yeah. Oh, that I need to hear. Yeah. That would be amazing. Yeah. By the way, uh, Breen is a ESPN, not TNT. Uh, he'll, so he's still the same thing. Oh, well, either way. Yeah, perfect. Yeah. Hey, who does who does play by play on TNT for NBA then? That's a gr- that's a great question. We're gonna find this shit out. Is it? It's not Marv Helbert still, is it? Hold on. Let's see here, folks. Oh my god, I think it actually might be. Let's see. Got... Um, what about Harlan? Is he too? Oh, Harlan. Yeah, that's right. Kevin Harlan. Him and Breen don't sound all that different, but Kevin Harlan. Yeah, okay. Kevin Harlan. Even Harlan, I would like to hear too. Brian Anderson. I can get down oh, with any of the NBA guys, honestly. I didn't know this, that Ian Eagle and Spiro Ditas are alternates, alternates for TNT. To be honest, I didn't know that. Interesting. Yeah. Harlan, so Harlan even. Harlan's great, too. Mike Breen's my oh, favorite. Oh, yeah. Though. I would do any. I mean, I would take Harlan or, or, I mean, Jesus, get them both. Get all of them in. Have Tariko do the Olympics, bring on Breen for ESPN broadcast, and then do Harlan. Are you uh, heartbroken that you're never going to get a Bob Costas hockey game? Heartbroken is an interesting word, Taylor. <laughs> uh, in short, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Maybe they'll put him on Olympic hockey. No, you... I'm good. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. No. Hmm. Anyway, so you know it's funny that L. Michaels um, has done very few hockey games in his life, and it did play-by-play for maybe the most famous hockey game ever. Yeah, that's pretty interesting because he never – I mean, he really never even did, like, the NBC games when they had him. No, no. I mean, now he works very little. He's just almost, he's pretty much an exclusive football guy now. He's done everything else, but very little hockey, except for that one game everyone remembers. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, do you have any uh, recommendations or former Sabres? Former Sabres, uh, I'm going to go with Ryan Miller because of the disrespect. I'm going to, I'm going to show Ryan some respect. We know he's a longtime listener of Straight Up Sabers. He's a big fan of the show, good good friend of the pod. And uh, 
he's the only number 30 in my book. All I'm saying is if I show up to, you know, Key Bank Center for opening night, which I won't do anyways, but if I did and I see people burning Aaron Dell jerseys, I'm just going to walk right by. Wow. Not even say a word. I'm just joking. It's not Aaron <laughs> Dell's fault, but it's Michael way. Dell's fault. Michael Dell's fault. No, I suck. I have to think that like something's going to happen. I mean, I, I don't know. Well, I would hope that that dude even realizes like the, the gravity of the situation is like, you know what? I'll be 31 instead. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So you, I, Taylor? Do you have any recs or? Uh... Yeah. My, my former Sabres me, Jordan Leopold, no reason given. So my oh. recommendation. So there's a tragedy yesterday. Uh, Norm McDonald died at 61 oh, of secret, so sad. secret. Uh, I, I almost said secret cancer, cancer that he had been keeping a secret. Uh, so my recommendation, I don't really need to get too much into Norm for most people here, I imagine. But I mean, if you know him, you know him. And you know, you've probably already been uh, looking back into his stuff. If you don't know him, he's maybe the, a lot of people described him as the funniest person to ever live. I don't disagree with that assessment, really. Wow. He's, he's like funny at a level that I couldn't understand in, in a totally unique way, said things and probably got away with things that no one else could. Famously, didn't get away with some things mm-hmm. uh, on SNL. But he's fantastic, uh, like a comedian's comedian, but one of the people that are artists or entertainers or whatever that you're, you feel grateful to have shared uh, the earth with for a while. So my recommendations, uh, if you don't know a lot of Norm, or if you only know like his more famous stuff in SNL, look up his Weekend Update monologues. They're not really monologues, but his Weekend Updates on SNL when he was at, he's, in my opinion, the best Weekend Update guy they've ever had. They're unbelievably like you can't Crazy. believe he actually got away with that. Crazy uh, his, stuff. His SP's monologue from 1998. That's on YouTube. This is all on YouTube. Mm-hmm. One of his many talk show appearances on Letterman or Conan. Those oh, are mostly man. on YouTube. Uh, his sports show is mostly on YouTube. It's mostly available there. It was literally just called the sports show with Norm McDonald. Uh, and then is there any anything else big? Do you see the? I saw Blake Griffin shared the thing from his rookie, oh, yeah. from his sophomore year where. It, Oh, that's so good. Where he's like, uh, you know, it's a pretty hard war- hard award to repeat. Do you think you're going to go back to back rookie of the years or whatever? Like, that's just so good. Uh, like, that's it's never r- been done before in the history of the league. Yeah. <laughs> and then if you get the chance, two other things, the video podcast network stuff clips, which are insane. And I don't think anyone actually watched while they were going on. And then he hosted like a weird Internet award show. And showed up in a sweatsuit and very clearly did not take it seriously or respect anything about it. Oh my god! If you can find that, I don't know exactly how to look it up. I've watched the the whole thing before. It's with he's with uh, Jenny Slate during it. But yeah, anyway. Oh, I love Jenny Slate. Yeah, any any of that stuff, uh, you can find it. Cool. All on YouTube, pretty much. R.I.P. to Norm. Yeah. Seriously, a comedy legend is putting it lightly, honestly. Yeah. All right, everybody. Well, thank you so much for tuning into this episode of Straight Up Sabres presented by the Hockey Podcast Network. As we had said in the middle of the episode there, make sure you're checking out our sponsor of this podcast, DraftKings, and using our promo code THPN at checkout to take advantage of great deals. We'll be back with a new episode on Monday, but in the meantime, we hope you all have a great rest of your week and great weekend, and we'll talk to you soon, everybody. This has been Straight Up Sabres. Straight Up Sabres.